country where we're stoked to be young, we're stoked to be free. You know, we don't have the same economic difficulties that other people have. We don't have the same war issues that other people have, food issues that other people have. We are the richest country in the world and we are free and we love life. And people who love life the most are typically the young, yeah? Young people love to embrace life and enjoy life in such an incredible country like Australia. Because we pride ourselves on life and on being young and embracing it. You pride yourself on being young. You don't want to be an old git like your parents, do you? You think, Mum, you're so old, you just don't understand me. I know you're laughing right now because about 30 of you said that in the last two hours to your mum. You're not wearing that out tonight. Mum, you just don't understand me. You know, we don't want to be old. We don't want to be grumpy old people. We love being young. We love being free. Let me tell you about an event that promised so much. The event was called the Baker Park Public Holiday Sprint Showdown. Baker Park is uh, the premier sporting venue in East Wyong, where I grew up. Does anyone know where Wyong is? Most of you know where Wyong is. When you go north to go somewhere good, you go past it and you go Wyong as you um. That's that's Wyong. It's on the central coast. So I grew up there, and I, I was um I was still in primary school when this event was to happen, and I wasn't allowed in this event, the Baker Park Public Holiday Sprint Showdown. I wasn't permitted to compete, but my brother was, and my dad was, and I looked forward to one day being allowed to compete in this particular event. I can still remember it quite vividly. You know those combo posts, the ones that are soccer goals and footy posts? That's what we had in East Wyoming. And I can remember standing there, I was the starter, I didn't have a gun, but I kind of went bang uh, for this particular race between my brother and between my dad. Now, my dad's super old now, but he was a lot younger then, and he thought he was a lot younger than he really was then. And so my brother, this is like the early 90s when stretching was kind of cool, you know, he's kind of like doing all these stretches, and you know, I've got to stretch this one, and bouncing down here, this one, the cast. He's doing all these stretches, getting ready for the sprint race. And my dad just laughed at him. What are you doing that for, son? That's not going to help you. I'm going to cane you on this field. My brother said, Dad, you probably should do some stretching too. It's actually helpful. You know, you could pull a muscle or something like that. Dad laughed at him, ridiculed him, said, I'm going to win this race. The race started. Bang. Within five metres. Bang. The hamstring. Well, that's the wrong side. The hamstring. (laughs) You know, Dad was no longer laughing as he went down like a pile of potatoes on the ground, rolling around. He's done his hammy. My hammy! My hammy! And my brother, he just kept running. No, he didn't keep running. It was quite serious what happened to my dad. You know, here's this old git who thought he was still young enough to beat his teenage son in a sprinting race, but he wasn't. You know, stretches or not, he wasn't going to beat my brother. He wasn't going to win that race. Here's this guy who was old. He thought he was young, but he was just old. Do you want me to tell you the point of the message tonight? 
embrace being young. One day, you'll have kids. And you'll go to whatever the park is nearby. And you'll go, I'm going to race you, son. I'm going to take you down, Dyer. And you're going to pull up with a hamstring or an ankle or whatever the injury is. That is your future. And so while you're still young, embrace your youth. Embrace being young and free. Embrace it. Here's the point tonight. Be stoked while you're young. There's the title of the message tonight. Be stoked while you're young. Now you might be surprised that I'm saying that because sometimes people think of Christians and Christianity as really restrictive and you know, kind of lots of rules and you're not allowed to have fun, children. Whatever you do when you come to Sunday school, don't have fun. Whatever you... Uh, that's not what Christianity is. There's plenty of places in the Bible where... We are encouraged and urged to enjoy life, to embrace what God has given us. And so we're going to have a look at Ecclesiastes chapter 11. And there's a verse in there that I think says in a different word, but be stoked while you're young. Be stoked while you're young. Have a look at Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Make sure you keep it open. Make sure you follow along. If, uh, if you don't have a Bible in front of you, grab one, lean over, uh, go to Bible.com or YouVersion, download the Bible onto your phone, you can follow along. But have a look at Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 7. This is a book that was written, before I read a verse, I'm to get I don't know if you've studied this book before, but it's an amazing book and I reckon every teenager today, anywhere in the world should read it. There's so many, there's so many really relevant messages to us Today, well, to us, yeah, I'm a teenager. To you, today. Now, here's this book that was written 3,000 years ago, and yet the observations as you read what's in this book actually feel like they were made yesterday. Actually feel like they're just speaking about my world, your world, today. And so Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse number 7. It says, Light is sweet, and it pleases the eyes to see the sun. Light is pleasing. The sun is pleasing. Enjoy light. Enjoy sweet things. My son got up at 4 a.m. on Wednesday morning. That wasn't enjoyable. But at about 5.30, I thought, I'm just going to go outside and enjoy the sunrise. And so we went down on the beach for an hour, and it was amazing. I kind of thought, you know, don't wake up at 4 a.m., but waking up early is not too bad if we get to experience and enjoy The sunrise. Enjoy something that is so sweet, so light, and so good. You know, it was almost an amazing morning. I found an iPhone 5 on the road. How cool is that? Just on the end of Maxine Street there. iPhone 5, it was working. And I'm thinking, how can I run away with this without someone knowing? Anyway, I didn't actually think like that. The dude ended up ringing it, and he lived next door, and I gave it to him. So there you go. I didn't get to keep the iPhone 5. But verse 7, light is pleasing. Enjoy the light, enjoy the sun, enjoy good things. Verse 8, however many years a man may live, let him enjoy them all. Whether you've 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 190 years, however many years that you live, enjoy every single one of those days. Embrace life, enjoy life. Verse 9, be happy. Young man, young woman, 
while you are young and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see. Find stuff that brings you joy. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Go after it. Enjoy life. Enjoy the many good things in this life. Rejoice in those things. And I have, there's so many things. How many things do you just think of that are in our area that you can enjoy? The surf, you know, bike paths, the lake, lookouts, bushwalks, Nintendo 64, Mario Kart. There's never going to be a better game than that one. Enjoy it. Just rejoice in it. Embrace it. Take hold of it. Have fun with it. Verse 10. Now look at verse 10. So then, banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body. Don't be anxious about stuff. Be trouble free. I don't know what they're advertising. They only seem to have girls in them. Be carefree. You seen those ads? That's an, that's an awkward joke. Some people got that one. Be carefree. Embrace life. Don't worry. You can go swimming. Everything will be okay. You know, um, who are. Uh, we had a good time on Summer Camp last week. Look, in all seriousness, we, we, we pushed you guys. We were in the Bible like 50 hours a day. And, you know, we did heaps of... Okay, maybe not 50. Almost. We did heaps of Christian stuff and heaps of Bible stuff. And that is seriously what we're on about when we go away on Summer Camp. But you know what? Aside from that... I'm not saying that that's not important, but we just enjoyed life together, didn't we? You know, we were able to take joy in food, take joy in sport, take joy in pranks, take joy in all sorts of different things. And here's the deal. One of the reasons why I'm a youth minister and not an old person's minister is youth are so much more fun. You know... You go, you go on the 70 plus camp and it's not quite as fun. You know, you guys, you guys do beatboxing and break dancing. You do not do break dancing with 70 year olds because they literally break things when they do break dancing. You know, one of the great joys of being young is that there's so much in life to embrace, enjoy, run after, rejoice in, take hold of. And so do it while you're still young. Be stoked about life. Be stoked while you are still a youth. But, sorry, there's a but. Youth is only temporary. You know, be stoked while you're young, but youth is only temporary. Have a look at verse 8 again. I only read the first half of it. Um, The second half, but let him remember the days of darkness, for they will be many. Everything to come is meaningless. It's a bit of a wet towel, isn't it? Verse 10. 
So then, banish anxiety from your heart and cast off, cast off the troubles of your body, for youth and vigour are meaningless. What? Embrace it. Go after it. Go crazy. But get ready. There's some hectic times coming. There's some hectic days coming. Youth is meaningless. You know, being sprightly and young and able to run in the sprint really, really fast won't continue forever. Youth and vigour is meaningless. You know, it seems to be so positive what's going on in, in the verses we've read out so far. And so what's going on here? What does it mean by meaningless? Kind of the idea behind the word, and it's actually a word, that word there, meaningless, is used uh, 28 times in the book of Ecclesiastes. And so it's a word that you really need to get a grasp on. But here's what the word means. It means vapour. It means mist. It means transient. It means temporary. It's something that's here for a moment. That's what it means when it says it's meaningless. Youth is meaningless in that, not that it has no purpose, not that it has no significance, but that it's temporary. It won't go on forever. It's transient. You know, have you ever tried to um, cup water in your hands? I do this every morning. And see how long you can hold it there. Have you ever done that before? I broke my record six months ago. I got a minute. I had water in my hand for a minute. But you know what happens? As much as you try to plug the gaps, as much as you try to make sure the water won't get out, what, what happens? It, it, it gets out. It seeps out. You know, you, you've got, unless you're a duck. But you, you, you've got your fingers all webbed together and you're going, I'm going to keep this water here. But it's fleeting. It's there for a moment and then it's gone. That is what Ecclesiastes 11 is saying about our youth. It is here for a moment, but then it is gone. It's temporary. Now this book, Ecclesiastes, was written by a dude named Solomon. uh, Written from his perspective at least. And I don't know if you know much about Solomon, but if you've ever seen a rap video clip, he's kind of the dude in the rap video clip. You know, he's on the boat. I'm on a boat. You know, he's the... He's the guy with the women and the wine and the bling and the cars. He's got everything. Solomon is that guy in the Bible. Richest, wisest, party animal dude. He's got it all. You know, he's this guy that has everything. And yet when he writes this book, he writes it in his older age. Here is this guy who's pursued all sorts of different avenues. You know, this dude had a thousand wives, literally. This dude had everything you could imagine. This guy had tried everything possible when he was young, yet he wasn't satisfied. And so when he writes this book, his conclusion is that word meaningless. Not that there's no meaning, not that there's no joy, not that there's nothing of value in the world, but all the different pursuits that we pursue, all the different things that we seek to do in this life are meaningless in that they are only temporary. Here but for a moment, and then they are gone. Like mist that descends and then disappears. Here today and gone tomorrow. So be stoked while you're young. But youth is only temporary. And so here's the punchline. Remember your creator now. While you're still young, remember 
the God who made you. Have a look at Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you'll say, I find no pleasure in them. You know, remember God now, before the hectic days come, when you're kind of over it, when the times of trouble, when you, you, you're kind of like, man, I can't find pleasure in life anymore, because I'm just old. Verse 2, before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark and the clouds return after the rain, when the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men stoop. You know, who, anyone watched the boxing the other night? Mundane? Wasn't it good to see Mundine beaten? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the amazing things, the greatest boxer, who knows the name of the greatest boxer from the 20th century? Muhammad Ali. You know, what was it? Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. What's the next bit? I'm going to hit you, so look out. Didn't quite run. Yeah, this dude was amazing. You know, I've seen videos on YouTube of him. He was incredible. But it's interesting... Over the last 20 years, here is this guy that was huge. Here is this guy that could just beat you down. Here is this guy who in his older age has Parkinson's. And he, he's this guy that was big and strong and powerful. Yet he's the older man that stoops. He's the strong man who is now stooping. Life has caught up. The, the brokenness of this world has caught up with him. Verse 3, when the grinders cease because they are few and those looking through the windows grow dim, when the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades, when men rise up at the sound of birds but all their songs grow faint, when men are afraid of heights, that's me now, I hate heights, I used to be able to jump off anything when I was young, I'm already too old for that, when men are afraid of heights and of dangers in the streets, when the almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags himself along and desire no longer is stirred. You know, grasshoppers, boing, boing, boing. They've they got some crazy skill for high jump. And what do they got? They've got like kangaroo legs. You know, they've got these big, bounding feet that enable them to jump. But once they're old, they're kind of dragging them along. Once desire is gone, once they get old, there's kind of no youthful, bouncy life left in them. Then man goes to his eternal home and mourners go about the streets. Remember him before the silver cord is severed or the golden bowl is broken, before the pitcher is shattered at the spring or the wheel broken at the well and the dust returns to the ground it comes from and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Everything is meaningless. You're going to get old. And so youth is temporary. And so verse 1, remember your creator now. Seriously, tonight, remember the God that made you. You're not God. You might wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and go, wow. And you think you're amazing, but you're not that amazing. You are not God. You are not the one who flung stars into space. You are not the creator of every living being. You are not God. God. And so tonight, remember the, the, the creator. Remember that you're just a creature. You're just a dot in the big picture of the universe, in the big picture of eternity. You're just a little dot compared to God, your creator. Remember that he is the creator and you are but a creature. Do not wait until you're older 
Because perhaps you've been kind of dancing around Christian things for a while. And you've been thinking about following Jesus. You've been thinking about the Bible maybe for a long while. But you're kind of putting off really going hardcore in following God. Oh, one day I will though. I just want to have a little bit more fun. I just want to enjoy a few more parties. I just want to go a little bit more crazy. Let me enjoy my youth. No, no, no. Embrace your creator now. Remember your creator now. Why is it so important that we remember our creator? Well, have a look at the second half of verse 9. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know that for all these things, God will bring you to judgment. God's watching how you live your life as a young person. God is watching you as a youth. And God will one day bring you to judgment. God will look at how you have lived and how you have treated other people and ultimately how you have treated Him. Have you feared Him? Have you recognised that He is your Creator and you are but a creature? Have you done that? Or are you putting it off? Are you waiting to just experience a little bit more of the world and anti-God things before you come to God? And you kind of wait until you settle down a little bit. You know, wait till you're 30. Wait till you're 40. You know, look, I want, to, I want to go crazy until I'm 50. Then I'll become a Christian. Then I'll remember God. Then I'll embrace the promises that he's made to me. You know, why is now the time? Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Let me tell you the reality. Old people are less likely to become Christians. It happens. I've seen and witnessed and been part of really old people not long before they die becoming Christian. That's exciting. Praise God when that happens. It doesn't happen that much. Now is the time to become a Christian. Don't wait until you're older. Because when you're older, you're kind of stuck in your ways. When you're young, you, know, you haven't made the same dumb decisions that people make later in life. You haven't put your life on a trajectory and a pathway to a certain direction that you feel is irreversible once you go down that path. Become a Christian now. Remember your creator now. Here's the statistics. You are four times more likely to become a Christian before the age of 14 than you are before the age of 18. Does that make sense? So statistically, statistics don't mean everything, but they can be useful. You are four times more likely to become a Christian before you're 14 than before you're 18. But check this, you are 10 times more likely to become a Christian before you are 18 than the rest of your life. Isn't that crazy? Most people in our world who start following Jesus and become Christian do it when they're teenagers. Now is the time. Now is the time to investigate Christianity. Now is the time to check out the Bible. Now is the time to actually embrace the God that made you. Now is the time to become a Christian. Here's the really cool thing. I've said, you know, embrace being young. You know, be stoked while you're young. But youth is temporary. And so remember your creator 
But here's the really cool thing. Isaiah chapter 40 says this, verse 30. Don't worry about looking it up, but Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30 and 31. Youths may faint and grow weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. If you trust in Jesus, you actually will be able to live for eternity. You will be forever young. Our youth in this life is temporary. But the promise of the Bible is that you can actually live forever. You can eternally be a youth, young, sprightly, energetic, not fainting, running, soaring on wings like eagles. If you want to be young forever, it's not about going to the gym. It's not about the right diet. It's not about plastic surgery. It's not about wearing hipster clothes when you're way too old to wear hipster clothes. It's not about pretend. It's not about doing those physical things. If you want to be young forever, you follow Jesus. You become a Christian. So there's the hope and there's the promise of the Bible is that those who put their trust in Jesus will actually live on for eternity. Will be youth forever. And so if you're not a Christian, what's, what's stopping you from becoming a Christian tonight? You may not have heard enough yet. But maybe you have. Maybe you've heard enough about God. Maybe you've heard enough about Jesus. Maybe this isn't the first time you've heard from the Bible. What is, if you're not a Christian, if you've never actually acknowledged that God is your creator and you are part of his creation, what's stopping you from doing that tonight? What's stopping you from actually becoming a Christian? You see, a Christian, those who are part of this youth community would know these three words. But if, you're, if this is your first time here, let me introduce you to three words that I think are the three words of faith. The three words of how you become a Christian and how you go on being a Christian. The three words that you say to God. First one is sorry. Second one is thanks. Third one is please. A Christian is someone who says, God, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry that I've, I've actually failed to acknowledge that you're my creator. I've failed to live with you as my ruler. I'm really sorry about that. I'm sorry that I've sinned in what I've thought, in what I've said, in what I've done. God, I'm really sorry about that. There's the first word, sorry. The second word is thanks. But God, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for sending him to this world. Thank you that he lived the perfect life. Thank you that when he died on the cross, he died in my place for my sin. Thank you that he rose again. And thank you that he offers life to me. Thank you. Three words. Sorry. Thanks. And please. Christian is someone who says, please, God, forgive me. And please, God, help me to stop living for myself, but living for Jesus and have him as my king. Look, you might be ready to pray. You might be ready to actually pray to God tonight and take that first step and say, sorry, thanks and please. And embrace not just youthfulness here and now, but youthfulness for eternity. Being part of God's family for eternity. Being in heaven. Being forgiven. Having relationship with the creator who loves you and sent his son to die for you. If you're ready to do that tonight, do it tonight. Grab, your, grab a leader. If you don't know what a leader is, ask the friend that brought you to point you to someone who looks reasonably sensible. They're probably a leader. Uh, if you can't find anyone else sensible, come and find me. Come and grab me. I'm not sensible, but I pretend. 
Come and find me. Let's pray together tonight. Don't leave here without praying tonight. If you're ready to actually say sorry, thanks and please to God. If you're ready to remember your creator in the days of your youth, do it tonight. Find a leader that you can pray with. Regardless of whether you're ready tonight to do that for the first time though, keep coming along for the next few weeks. It's going to be a mad time as we continue this series for We Are Young and Free. The next two talks, next week is called Live Dogs Are Greater Than Dead Lions. The week after that is called Made for Another World. Do come along to the next couple of weeks. Uh, if nothing else, just to work out what the heck is going on with the title for next week. Come along in March when we do the Soul Series. Those videos are amazing that we'll be watching at 6pm before Soulies. Grab a Bible, read about Jesus. But as I finish, let me encourage everyone. Be stoked while you're young. But know that youth is temporary. And so today, now, remember your creator. Put your trust in Jesus. Let me pray. Our gracious God, we thank you that there's so many good things that we can embrace about being young. And I pray for my friends here and my brothers and sisters here that you would help them to do that. Help them to enjoy the many good things that you give us. But help them to know that youth in this life is temporary. And so tonight, I pray for my brothers and sisters here that again, they would cling on to Jesus and remember their creator. And I pray for my friends here who may not yet be Christian. Thanks so much that they're here. Uh, Please keep bringing them back and please help them to acknowledge you as their creator. Uh, Please do that in your time. uh, And please help each of us to long for being with Jesus for eternity. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.